Okay, today's Thursday and it's end of your Shvat. Tomorrow's your Shvat. Shvat's Friday this year. We do Igris on Thursdays, so we're going to do Igris. What we're going to do when you get us a Kodesh, which is apropos, which is connected to your Shvat. These are two letters that they ever wrote. The first of Shvat in 1951. And of course, you know the history, if you will, that Kvayocho the Rebbe hesitated. The Rebbe was very, very hesitant about accepting the Nasiyas, about becoming the Rebbe the Nasi. And um, one of the strongest riots, one of the strongest indicators that this had changed, that the Rebbe was in fact agreeing to become the Nasiyas, were these letters. When the Rebbe wrote these letters, it was sort of a, a, a certitude, a certainty at that point that in fact the Rebbe was going to be Makabal Dinesias because these letters, although the Rebbe signed them slightly differently than he would sign his letters as a Rebbe, because in these letters he signs both of his names, his first name and his second name, and as a Rebbe, as a rule, the Rebbe would sign only his first name in letters. But they reflected, it was like they were very official. And of course, 10 days later was the, what we call the official Haqtara, the official crowning the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Nasi of Chabad, was on Yud Shvat, Tov Shin Yud Aleph. And this was 10 days before, and there are two letters. Um, one letter is more Hatzik, if you will, and one letter is more practical. So let's read them in order. Baruch Hashem, we're on page Kuf Mem Aleph. Baruch Hashem, Reish Chei De Shvat Hei Tov Shin Aleph, Brooklyn, New York. Ela Nash. Those who are close to Hasidus and Hasidim, in all locations, the Abish should be upon them, and Yichu they should live. Shalom Ubracha, hello, and blessing. And the Rebbe begins. Likras In anticipation of the great and holy day, which is how the Rebbe referred to Yud the great and holy day. Huyem Asiri Vishvat, which is the tenth day in Shvat. Yem Hilula, the day of Hilula. Now Hilula literally means Chasane, or the Simcha of Chasane. And of course, the the passing away of a tzaddik is called a Histalkus, as opposed to a Ptire. Because by tzaddikim, the influence that they had on this world continues after the Histalkus. And the Yatzite is an aliyah, is an ascent of the Neshama, and as a result, by Tzadikim, especially Tzadikim connected to Pnimi Yisateira, it's called the Hilula. Shall kveid kedushas mochad mor of the Friyadike Rebbe, as the Tzuklan of Gamzi Akam. Hinini lo'oyrez, I would like to encourage people, or remind people, or inspire people, or make people pay attention to, oides ma'amore, regarding the Maimet. That he gave out to be printed for the Yem Haistalkus. And again, even though officially this letter was distributed in anticipation of the yard site of his grandmother and his mother, the Rebbe Tzidifki's yard site is Yud Shvat, and the Rebbe Tzidifki's yard site is Yud Gimel Shvat, but in hindsight and in retrospect, it became obvious that the Rebbe gave out for his Haistalkus. Now, I actually looked it up. The only other time there was a Maimer for Yud Shvat was Tov Shintes. 
The year before, Tavshin Tess, 1949, the Rebbe also gave out a mime for Yudin Yud Gimel Shvat. Yorted for his grandmother and his mother. Now remember, his mother passed away in Tavshin Gimel, Tavshin Beis, in 1942. So there was plenty of time between Tavshin Beis and Tavshin Tess. You have Tavshin Gimel and Tavshin Dalad and Tavshin Hay and Tavshin Vav and Tavshin Zayin. Six years. When the Rebbe could have given up my modem for the yard site of his mother and his grandmother, he didn't. Tavshin Tess was the first time, and I'm sure you've heard this, that around that time, exactly a year before the Stalkos of the Friedrich Rebbe, he changed his signature. And he changed his signature in the most overt of ways, in a very obvious way. The Friedrich Rebbe used to sign his first names. Friedrich Rebbe's signature, Bederach Klau, was just his first names. I have the same name. Yosef Yitzchok. And there was a big tzaddik, a gigantic tzaddik, the chesed kuf. The Friedrich Rebbe was very into writing. And his handwriting was extraordinary. And there was a lot of art to his approach and expression of these things. And the way he, his signature was also interesting. But the Yud of Yitzchak was a point. A dat. Mamish a dat. A pintele. A dat and a gigantic tzaddik. Then a ches and a kuf. So around Yud Shvat Tov Shintes, the Friedrich Rebbe changed. And he started to make a Yud a shuri. A Yud like a sefateta. And he would actually write out the Yud. He would make a square and a kava on top and a kava on the bottom. And he would color it in so that the Yud of Yitzchok was like a Yud of a Sefer The Igris Kedish, if you look in the Friedrich Rebbe's Igris, in volume 10, I would imagine, in Chelek Yud, in the introduction, they compiled, I don't know, five or six examples where you could see how the chsima, how the Friedrich Rebbe's signature is changing. Mamish in a matter of days, the Friedrich Rebbe changed his signature that instead of the Yud of Yitzchak being a dot, the Yud of Yitzchak should be a, a ribu, a square. And this was Mamish the same time that he gave out the first Maimir for, te, for Yud Shvat Tavshin Tess, a year before the Yitzchak. And incidentally, there's a letter from our Rebbe where somebody wrote the le- a letter to our Rebbe and asked the Rebbe what is the reason for Hashinu Ibechsimes Yad Koche? What is the reason for the change in the, hand, in the signature of the Friedrich Rebbe? And the Rebbe writes back, Hatam Lashinui Ibechsimes Yad Koche Leishamaiti. It's not from our Rebbe. Somebody asked the Rebbe why it was that the Friedrich Rebbe changed his signature. So the Rebbe writes the reason why the Friedrich Rebbe changed his signature, Leishamaiti. I didn't hear. Now there is so much in the. When a person says, I didn't hear, what does that mean? I don't know. It certainly means I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I wasn't told. I wasn't told means what? Verstehe the willst. But that's the lotion. Hastam la shinu bechsimis yad koche leishamaiti. I'm just going to tell you another couple of stories on this line. Rabbi Weinberg tells us, Ozan Gesundenstark tells a story, and they say it also about label. It's Trisky's Ozan Gesundenstark. That... There were two types of Yechidus, one Friedrich Kenev. There was Yechidus in a regular schedule, which was 8 o'clock at night, in which case the Rebbe was focused on the people coming in and out, and some were Shlaimo. But then there was unofficial Yechidus. In other words, people went into the Rebbe during the day or even during the night for business, for Astonis. When you went into the Friedrich Rebbe, not at the regular time of Yechidus, the Seder was, you would walk in, and the Rebbe was riding. 
And I don't even think he was necessarily wearing a hat. Could be he was sitting in the yarmulke. You would walk in, the fiddler would take a piece of paper and cover what he was writing, and there would be an exchange. How did you know that the Echidus was over? The Fidikab would remove the blank paper and continue writing. When the Rebbe went back to writing, you knew it was time to leave. Rabbi Weinberg was involved in Astronus. He was traveling a lot. He was fundraising and he was doing a lot of work for the Rebbe. So we had Yechidus, not just in the regular times of Yechidus, and Yechidus also in the Meshach of the days. So Rabbi Weinberg related that the last time he was on Friedrich and he went into the Rebbe by day, and when the Yechidus finished, the Rebbe didn't go back to writing, but the Rebbe kept on looking at him, and he didn't know what to do. The Yechidus was over, and the Rebbe followed with his, with his eyes out the door. This was the last time he saw the Friedrich Rebbe. When the Friedrich Rebbe passed away, he understood that the Friedrich Rebbe was pushed saying goodbye. At the Malava Gevesni, with his eyes, he accompanied him. Label the Strisky was a bocher at the time. He was on Friedrich Rebbe. And uh, the Rebbe didn't look down, but followed him with his eyes as he left the room. Now it's a tradition by Hasidim that when a Rebbe is Malava Hasidim, they're never going to see each other again. That when a Rebbe accompanies a Chassid, they're never going to see each other again. Now the thought of the Friedrich Rebbe's Histalkus, Friedrich passing away, never crossed his mind. So he decided, this happens, that he's going to die. He ran downstairs hysterically. Arangelov from some Ramash, who was a friend of his, to the Rebbe, the Ramash, crying hysterically. You know what happened? I'm going to die. So Kedar came back, the Rebbe heard him out. And then the Rebbe said, repeat it again, and the Rebbe said, So anyway, you decide what it means. Back to the letter here. There's no doubt that you're going to learn it during the night and the morning of the Yardzai. The Rebbe is saying that Bossi Lagani is the Maimon for Yardzai. And that's the Kochen and them Maimon and them Dafman Leben. And the Rebbe quotes two pieces of letters from the Friedrich Rebbe. Now, of course, the Friedrich Rebbe wrote these letters in conjunction with Beis Nissen. The Friedrich Rebbe wrote these letters in conjunction with the Yartzeit of his father, the Rebbe Rashab, whose Yartzeit is Beis Nissen. And the Rebbe is quoting the same exact Teuchen on Yutzvat, when he gave some Friedrich Rebbe. And we're reading now inside, and you right away could see the Friedrich Rebbe's writings. The difference between the Rebbe and the Friedrich Rebbe, it's very obvious. Mesugul hu This day, the day of Yutzvat, is Mesugul, is apropos, is auspicious. Now in Rashi and Chazal, Segula means an oitzer. Oitzer means a treasure. This day is fortified. You know, you see in the boxes of cereals, it's enriched. It's mesugul. It's enriched. To be able to attach ourselves to the tree of life. And of course, what is the tree of life? The tree of life means pnibiyas The tree of life means derabeir. In other words, the tree of life means godliness which is absolute, godliness which is above any kind of a struggle, godliness which is above any kind of involvement in the world. The obvious, the opposite of Eitzah Chayim is Eitzah Das Tevara. Eitzah Das Tevara is Nigla. But Eitzah Das descends into the world of Tevara. Eitzah Chayim is absolutely godly. Now, that's a good thing. The bad thing is, 
we are not on the Madrega of Eitzachayim. We are on the Madrega of wonderful, sweet people who we better not discuss. Even people like ourselves, each one of the Hasidim, Yiske should merit. The Ebisha should illuminate upon him. And all the members of his household to Yichu. Zuchus, the merit and the purity and the refinement of Kvekidushas Mukhadmara come of the Friyidi Kerebbe. Asher Mosar Vinosan Navshaya Kodesh. That he was Mesir and he gave his holy soul, Oleinu, for us. Lahadricheinu Bemaglei Tzadiki Yesedelum. To lead us on the pathways or in the approach of the tzaddikim who are the very foundations of the world. The holy ancestors that the Rebbe has. That we be given Yeshua help, salvation, godly blessing. In children, in health, and and all of them in a way of abundance. It's a special day the Rebbe says. A yid can always have a connection to a tzaddik. This is an special occasion when a yid can be makashed himself with the rabbi, who is Mason Efesh, the Pasha to teach us how to be Jews, that we should be given blessing in Bonachayimazin. This is one quote. Now, this is a, the second paragraph is a quote from a different letter, and the rabbi puts them together. Anash and Tmimim. His aideru, be moved, be aroused. Come into the chatzas, the courtyards of the Rebbe. to shuls and yeshivas. to the davening. which is being learned in community in groups. with a brotherly love. to strengthen the learning. in supporting those who learn teira. And those who are involved in serving the Rebbe. This is the Friedrich Rebbe's quotes. This is a, a yard side, a Histalkos, a Lulav a Tzadik. It's a most appropriate time to connect ourselves to uh, the Rebbe and rededicate ourselves through actions and through Chsidish of to live a life that reflects the same. Now we turn the page to Kufmem Beis. Anash v'talmidi atmimim, chsidim and tmimim. All those who participate in the ways of Chassidim and Chassidus. Stand prepared, all of you. Atem, you, Nesheichem, your wives, Beneichem, your sons, Beneichem, and your daughters. To receive the blessings of Hashem Yisbarach. With a flow of life. Good Panosa. Menachas from your offspring. That the Ebishter will give to you and to us. Al Yedei, through his Eredos Rachamim Rabim, evoking, arousing great mercies. From the source of compassion and true kindness. Through those who are Machnisei Rachamim. That the Friedrich Rebbe will evoke. Baal Ha'ilula on this date, Uberuchim Tihiyu, and you should be blessed, Bebonachayu, Mazaynerevicha, with children and health and panosa and abundance, and then the Rebbe signs his name. Just want to make a little comment that here it says, Ayyadeh Yaseyder Srachamim Rabim, 
This line is a standard nusach of a pidyon, a panel. In the olden days, the people used to write a pidyon nefesh. They used to write honor erachem rabbi avuri mimikeir harachem vachasodim amiti v'al derach machnis erachemim. And then you would also add moshikosa b'shalsa tshuvas. There's a tshuva that gives a heter. There's a shayla in halacha. How can you go to a tzaddik and ask him for? Abracha, it's hepecha achnos. He's supposed to go only to the Rebishta. So the Rebbe, so it says in, in this Shalsa Tshuva Sefer, when you're going to a tzaddik and you're asking him to be me'ed rachman for you, it's not a stira to achnos. We have a tefillah. It's interesting that there's a tefillah which we say in Slich, it's called machnisei rachman. And that's what this means. Alderach machnisei rachman. Machnisei rachman is a prayer that you say to the malachim. Those who bring in mercies should bring in our mercies to the Baal Arachim, the Rebish. Machnisei, I forgot the whole Lashem, Machnisei Yeshua, Achnisu, whatever, a whole Nusuf. The Tzemach Tzedek says you shouldn't say that prayer. Why should you say that prayer? Because it's, you're asking a Malach, you're asking a Malach to intervene with you and the Rebish, that's a Hebach Achim, you're supposed to speak to the Rebish directly. So Tzemach Tzedek writes, and Derech Mutasachah, you shouldn't say that prayer. Well, guess what? <laughs> we say the prayer anyway. And there's a footnote from the Rebbe in the back of the Sliches, I think. It's also in the minor Lashem Mestamer, where the Rebbe explains the issue, the loveness. If you're speaking to the Malach al you're not allowed. But if you're simply saying, represent me to the Mebishten, and the Rikir is the Mebishten, that's the basis for it. Now Derech Zadir, you're asking for a tzaddik, to intercede on your behalf. I mean, the Rebbe explains there's a difference between a tzaddik and a malach. Because a malach is like a metzies. A tzaddik, what the Rebbe calls a mutzah machaber, it's even less of a question than an issue. But the Rebbe spoke in one of the Fabrengians in the early year, before this letter was written, that he objects to this. Right? The standard nusach of a pan in the olden days was, such and such, simon, whatever it is. I got it. So the Rebbe says, when you're writing a pan, first of all, you don't have to give the Rebbe addresses. You know, you need the, the Rebbe should be mispowered for you. You're telling him from which heichal your Yeshua you should come. Maybe the Rebbe wants to go higher than Mekeda Rachem and Vachasadim Amitim. You're telling the Rebbe, Rebbe, go to this heichal. And the Rebbe also, and a pan is certainly not a place where you have to write a heter for why you're allowed to go to a Rebbe. In a pan, you have to tell the Rebbe the reason I'm allowed to ask you to intercede on my behalf on the Mevishten it's not a it's not a place so the Nuzach of the Pan today is much shorter in your name and the, but the Rebbe here in this letter puts in this line about whatever the Cheshboinists are okay this is the first letter now we're going to read the second letter the second letter is much more familiar these two letters came together. And of course, <coughs> what the Rebbe is saying in this letter is, Bossi Lagani. <laughs> what is the answer? Bossi Lagani. You want to know what to do and how to do, what to think, what to feel, and so forth. Bossi Lagani. It's in there. Bossi Lagani. And the Rebbe certainly led by example. The answer to the questions of Deir Shvi is Bossi Lagani. And that's what this letter is about. Bossi Lagani. Now here's another letter written on the same day. Baruch Hashem, Beishchei Deshvatei Tovshnir Alav, Brooklyn, New York, Alanash. Talmidi Atmimim. 
This is an answer to the question of many. How people should behave on the upcoming Asarish. I want to propose Minhagim. And if I'm not wrong, the Rebbe proposes 10 Minhagim, which is characteristic of the Rebbe. The Shabbat before the Yardside people should try and get an Aliyah. Which, of course, we do. Im ein misper alias maspik. If there's not enough in alias, yikiru b'teda v'chadarim sheinu. They should read in the teda in different rooms. Avaloi lohaysef al minyan misper akruim not to add on the number of alias. This is a lavavachin obsession. Nobody else in the world worries about this. Api alocha and Shabbos you're allowed to make haysofes extra alias. The Alter Rebbe and the Rebbe is mitzayin to the tzemachterik tshuva. The Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe held, and it's not. Seven aliyahs are not eight aliyahs. So that's why the Shabbat is before you trot. It's a, a big circus. Everyone is getting aliyahs. You have to have eight aliyahs, but you need ten people. It's a whole story. The effort should be made. The mafta should be recited by the greatest person in the group. Based on the desire of the most of the community. Based on the lottery. They should choose and raise up. Who should represent? Who should daven on the yard side? In other words, a, a, a chassid who is makusha to the rebbe should lead the tefillas. Venochen, it's appropriate. to divide the davening. She espalo echad arvis. One person should daven ma'idiv. Sheni shachar. Second person shachris. Shlishi mincha. The third person mincha. To give this chus of davening on the yard side of the Rebbe, and the Stamma they would say Kaddish uh, to more people. And Derechagav, there's a whole description of the Friedrich Rebbe about the first yard site of the Mazitche Magad. The Chamagad yard site is here, that's Kislev. The Middle Rebbe was born the following Tes Kislev, the next year, and he's named after the Mazitche Magad. So the Bris was Tezai in Kislev. Which must have been a Wednesday. Right after the Briest, Alter Rebbe left his wife <laughs> and he went to Vitebsk, which is where his Rebbe was, the Medla Vitebsk. And the Friedrich Rebbe describes that Shabbat. He had five Tzadikim, five Tzadikim. The Medla Vitebsk, the Bissol Polotsk, the Alter Rebbe, the Abraham Kalask, and they divided up the Schusim. This one Davin Maidid, this one Davin Shachas, the Alter Rebbe Lane. They, each one got a part of the Schus to be Mishtatif in the Yodzim. To burn a yardside candle, should burn the entire 24 hours. If it's not too difficult, it should be a, a beeswax candle. During the davening, they should burn five candles. And you know, the Rebbe had a custom, I don't know how it started, that one of the five candles, the Rebbe had five yardside candles, one of them was a very, very tall yellow candle of beeswax. Beeswax is apparently more expensive. After davening and after tilim, and of course after mincha and after maidav, after davening, the one davening we should finish. You should learn two parakim mishnayos, and of course, people who are chiyuvim learn two parakim mishnayos, but they don't make everybody wait around until they finish. They learn it in their own time, and they just finish one mishnah by moment. And and you should say loud, Abhanani ben Akashin. And then, Belachash, Eze, Shuris, Tanya. 
and quietly you should say a few lines of Tanya and then Kaddish Darabon. I've seen people get very, very angry at this. That we added the fact that after Shachas we say Tillim was already in addition to the Darabon. And then after we tell him to say an extra Kaddish, already gets people upset. But on top of that, the guy stands by the Yomad, he whispers a Mishnah, no one is listening. He says, I remember being in a shul, people getting very angry with this. The Rebbe has an explanation for this. It says in Zoya that every Kaddish spears the Neshama in Ganeid in an hour and a half. Every Kaddish, you say for a deceased person, spears the Neshama in Ganeid in an hour and a half. Which means that in a Mesles, you have to say 16 Kadesh. 16 Kadesh accounts for uh, 16 times 1 and a half is 24. If you'll count all the Kadesh that Achiev says, you have 15, not 16. You'll count up all the Kadesh. The Kadesh before Davin, the Kadesh before Barchu, the Kadesh after Tachlan, the Kadesh after Vautzin, the Kadesh after Sheshayim, the Kadesh after Kaveh, after Aleinu, and after Tilim is 8. Yeah, the Mamincha you have before Shmanesra and you have after Tachanun and after Aleinu is eleven. And then in Maidav you have before Barchu, before Shmanesra, after Shmanesra and after Aleinu is four more, is fifteen. You're missing one. So there's a Kabbalistic reason to say an extra Kaddish. So the Rebbe instituted this idea that after you daven, you learn on Perik Mishnais. And after Perik Mishnais, you say a Kaddish Dirabonah. So it's sort of, uh, since you have to say a Kaddish, you find a basis of nigel to say this Kaddish, but you don't just do it by one tefillah, like all three tefillahs already, you learn the Pedic Mishnayis, and you say, but the Rebbe also, if you remember, the Rebbe used to put his hand across his forehead. I don't know if you can remember the tzir, the Rebbe went like this. He would say, Rebbe Chanayim aloud, he would finish off the last Mishnah, Mikvois, Machach, Right? You can hear the Rebbe saying this. The Rebbe will run his for him. So in the first days after the Fidikeva passed away in 1950, the Rebbe said then that it says in Halacha, which means to say that when a person passes away, the first three days you cry, and the last four days of the Avelis, he's supposed to eulogize the person, talk about the person. So the Rebbe says, Chabad Chabad will make his them. So I'll tell stories of the Rebbe the Shved, the Friedrich Rebbe. And every morning after davening, the Rebbe would tell some stories about the Friedrich Rebbe. One of the stories that the Rebbe told was that every time the Rebbe said Kaddish, the Friedrich Rebbe said Kaddish, the Rabbonon, he would run his hand across his forehead. And he didn't know what it was until the Rebbe explained to him that after he would say the Mishnah, he would say a Parshudas Tanya. He would say a little Tanya, Parshudas Tanya. How do you say a Parshudas Tanya in a second? But leave it to the Rebbe. People who say Kaddish, they'll, they'll, they'll say quietly, quiet, and then you say Kaddish. Okay, so the Rebbe is saying that when people are davening for Yom for the free, they can have all of them, not a chiyuv, they should say all of the Kaddish. I mean, I mean, this is not a business for women, but there's a letter from the Rebbe where the Rebbe writes, and in his opinion, every minion should always say all the Kaddish. Even the Kaddish Yosem, if there's no chiyuv, People, they, all the Kaddish should be said. It's a question of how big a fanatic you want to be, whether a person who has parents can say a Kaddish Yosem. But the Rebbe wants, the Rebbe holds that Apitele is supposed to say all the Kaddish. Next, Achat Filas Arvis, after Maidif, Yachsuru Chaylek Mi'amayim Adyeim Aistalkas Dabasi Lagani, they should recite a portion of the Maim Abasi Lagani, Nitvid Bukutas Aidal Balpeh. Ve'emein Nishyachse Balpeh, if they can't do it by heart, Yobadul Befni, they should do it inside. More after Shachris, every year, 
after Shmaidev you say two Krokim of the Basilagani, after Shachas two more, and after Mincha the final Pedic of the Maimed Basilagani. That's how it works. And it's supposed to be done by heart. I mean, 770, they always do it. The Vachim are going to say that tomorrow morning when we're going to be finishing our Shia, they're going to be saying the Maimed, it's going to make a disturbance, and we'll get upset, and it'll be our own fault. Okay, Techazah the Maimed Basilagani Barab. Before Shachet, we should learn an extra Pedic Tanya, and then after Minich, we should learn an extra Pedic Tanya again. And of course, the presumption is that you should learn against the Kedish Zachan Keir. There's two letters in Tanya about Histalkus, Pedic of Zayim and Pedic of Ches, in the Igeris Kedish. And on the Yard site, on Yutzvat, you learn these two Igeris Kedish. Before Davening, Yadim Kol Echod Truma, each one should give Tzedakah. To those things connected to the free Yedike Rebbe, who quake Kedushas Kuchan Mot Hakam, Ba'ad Atme for himself, Ubekad Kol Echad Mibne Beisish Yichi for your whole family, Vechain Kedem Enchem. In Bechlau, the Rebbe was into Tzedakah, to give extra Tzedakah as a schus for the family. Now, La'achat Filos Abekev Chazav Tzedakh, Yud Shvat in the morning after Yedavim, you should write a pan. And Yikra Kol Echad Pan, you should read the Pidyan Efesh, Kamuva Bechagiraz Adna with a Gartel. And Elu Shezachuli Konis the Yechidas. Those were the schus to be in Yechidas. Or I'll call upon them leaders as pnei, or at least to see the face of Kvei Kedushas Muchad Marakam of the Free Yedikerebe. Yitzayet Atzme should visualize the Eis Kiyas Apan as he's reading the Pan. Kielu Eimed Lafonav as though he's standing in front of the Rebbe. The Rebbe is of course talking to people who are away from New York, who are not going to be able to go to the Oyo. Le. Then to put the pan into one of the svarim of the three the Rebbe shall By the way, this is one of the bases for putting letters in Igris, this settle that the Rebbe says, put it in one of the svarim of the Rebbe. And then to send it, perhaps on that day itself, that somebody else, and of course the Rebbe was talking about himself, should read the opinion by the oil. During the 24 hours of Yudshvat, Lil made Pirkei Mishnah shall ace Hashem to learn the Mishnah connected to the name of the Reb. to make a fabringing during the 24 hours. Of course, the Reb always made the fabringing at the end of the 24 hours because there's work to do. Likveya Shab B'Meshach Hamesla is to fix the time during these 24 hours. Levayin Libnei Beis Hashichet to discuss with your family. Oydays Kveigdushet Bochalcham Batafriyeh Dikei Reb. His whole life, and of course, the issue is to inspire in our children the relevance of the Rebbe in their lives. That this is not history, you know. History is very nice, <laughs> but that's all it is. To inspire that the children understand this is my Rebbe. During these twenty-four hours, to visit those who can. But the Knesset, the Beis Hamidrash in the various shuls and yeshivas in the city in which they live, lachazer sham to repeat their memroi piskam, a statement or a phrase, miteirase shall kveit kedushas mochad morakam of the Friday Kerebe, levayir oides avas kol yisrael shaloi. Explain to people how he loved every Jew. Loidio lahasber to announce and to explain takam nos yadal amidas tilim, his takana about learning tilim. Limut Chumash and Pirish Rashi, and also to learn Chumash, Ubemkemes Hamatima, and if appropriate, Gamad Varlimut Atani, as well as Tani. In other words, Chitas. Kefi Shechol Kol Yemei In other words, the Takana that the Friedrich Rebbe made was Chitas. And the Rebbe is saying you should 
ourselves and with others encourage chitas. In be'efshini, and if possible, lasses kolamal b'teches fathers. If you can do it by a fabreng, it's even better. Be'meshach hameslas during these twenty-four hours, levake to visit. And again, hamachshara was at those who were qualified. Bimkeim kinusei haneir acharit to visit young place, places of young from people. Uleishtadon to make an effort b'chola efshini as much as possible b'dachi shalom. They go even amongst non from people in a peaceful way. And explain to him. That the Friedrich Rebbe had a special love for the young. I want you to know that they printed a year ago a volume of Igris Kedish from the Friedrich Rebbe. And this volume of Igris Kedish, we had a number of classes on it, is correspondence, the whole Sefer. Correspondence between the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe and the Rebbe. And there's so many very revealing little details that it's all very subtle. One of them is that the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe, had asked the Rebbe to try and collect information about Tziri Agudas Yisrael. Agudas Yisrael was the body of Yadus Haredi from Eden. And they had Tziri Agudas Yisrael, the young Agudas Yisrael, and also the Tziri of, of other organizations, from organizations. And the Friedrich Rebbe writes to the Rebbe, I want you to get me information about the youth of these various organizations. Do they have protocols? Do they have uh, mission statements and vision and so forth? And the Friedrich Rebbe writes, this is my obsession, the youth. <laughs> Friedrich Rebbe writes to the Rebbe informally, I'm obsessed with the youth. I believe that the future is in the young. So he says, tell them how much the Rebbe had a special love for youth. And explain to them, what the Ebesh the Rebbe demanded of them. And the hope and the trust that he believed in them. They will ultimately fulfill their purpose. In spreading Yiddishkeit. In disseminating Tehra. With all the enthusiasm. The passion. The vitality. Which are the gifts of youth. Move on. It's understood. That if the times or the places warrant it, now they can continue this endeavor, all the details that they ever wrote in this letter, the days after the yard site, until Shabbos, the yard site that year was Wednesday. And the next lines are a quote from the Tzermach Tzedek, I think. The Tzermach Tzedek wrote it again to Malton the and the Rebbe paraphrases it. The the coming of the Gayalainu. He should allow us to hear wonders of his Tatum. He should lead us on the path which leads to the house of God and the Rebbe signs his name.